Well, we are always grateful for all the wonderful contributions that come our way on a Sunday. And in these times, more than ever before, it is right that we come together and that we acknowledge what is called the season of creation. We worship, don't we, the one who is the great creator, the one who sparked somehow in a way that is beyond our understanding, who sparked the creation into life. We celebrate Jesus Christ himself, the one who creates, the one who recreates, the one who makes all things brand new. So how appropriate that is for today, as some of us in our core are able to physically gather together in our worship hall in the West End of London once again. The word worship can convey so very much. For example, our attitude to God in Christ is conveyed through worship. Our lifestyle, how much do we worship? How much is our lifestyle a life of worship itself? And our deepest personal offerings, all to do with worship. And what do the scriptures say to us who dominate life on this planet? Well, the book of Deuteronomy in chapter 11 says, Remember that you live in a land that the Lord cares for. The eyes of the Lord are always upon it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Well, we know, don't we, from our TV screens, if nothing else, that there is greed, that there is an increasing inequality on the planet. And we know that this pandemic notwithstanding, there is a domination of economic growth over human and planetary well-being. We know we see the environmental destruction on an unprecedented scale with over 50% of species threatened with extinction. What does scripture say about increasing mountains of plastic entering our food chain and poisoning both the natural environment as well as people? We know that global warming is bringing about climate disruption. We've seen this in the past two weeks with hurricanes and tornadoes, particularly hitting the coast of America. Increased weather extremes with droughts and floods, hurricanes and cyclones that are reaching new levels of intensity. What does scripture say when deforestation brings about the destruction of the lungs of the planet with marine stocks plummeting and the very future of life seemingly at stake? I could go on. You know Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who live in it. This says that we are God's and God is love and God loves us. Therefore, this is all about love. Love yourself, love your neighbour, love the world whose life-giving systems sustain us. I'll never forget the Extinction Rebellion protests that took place in central London in April 2019, right on Oxford Circus, just a few metres from where we work. People of all ages and backgrounds came together to provoke governments to action to save the planet, to do something proactive about the preservation of creation. Do you remember the big pink boat at the intersection there? Most days I walked up to that boat and I chatted with the people who were there, who were protesting, people who were singing, people who had placards. 
And I would chat to them and I found the majority of them, not all perhaps, but the majority were there out of a stance of passionate love and passionate care that this environment is not going to be destroyed. In Romans 13, Paul concludes that the Ten Commandments are summed up in the words, love your neighbour as yourself. Love is fulfilling God's great law. Just two weeks ago in our online service, I spoke about Jesus' story of the Good Samaritan and we asked, who is my neighbour? Well, in today's context, the context of the season of creation, our neighbours are the people who live downstream of our waste. Our neighbours are those who are impacted by climate change because of our choices of energy energy or investment income. Our neighbours are the generations to come who will live in a struggling world because of our consumerism. And aren't our neighbours also the many living creatures who make up the patterns and the rhythms of life on which we depend and which God has called us to safeguard? We are all created beings. The word of God tells us to love, to love each other, to love our world. And we have to ask ourselves, is there one person, one creature that I would not want to protect from harm? Now more than ever, we have to protect one another and love every environment in which we find ourselves. This is the gospel. But you know, there's a closer correlation with our church life here. Because we know that selfishness and a slow refusal to change is killing the planet. It also kills relationships. Selfishness and a slow refusal to change will also do the Salvation Army and the church irreparable damage. It reveals a lack of belief in the reviving and recreating power of God's Holy Spirit. And every core needs to understand this. Every church group needs to understand this. Because you see, in the same way that when you go deeper into a theology of welcome, which is ours at the Regent Hall, but when you go deep, deep, deep into that, you see that it's more than just shaking hands at the door. It's like a theology of generosity that some churches adopt. It's more than putting, putting money in the offering or a theology of grace. It's, it's more than just being nice. You see, a theology of creation and recreation applies to every aspect of living. It applies to every aspect of church. And all those theologies should affect all areas of our understanding and our practice as Christians in our local communities and cities. At the Regent Hall, we are coming back into a building today, literally, that is being carefully restored, that is being brightened, that is being made more visible, which is something so many of our core have desired for, for, for a number of years, and, and rightly so. And so we must ask, how are we going to care for our place of worship now? Can we do better? Can we do better than we've previously done? And if so, 
How? Well, the building is a work in progress. I can tell you, I've got paint and varnish and all kinds of things on my hand from it. But we're all a work in progress. There's been a number of people at the Regent Hall really working to make this more visible. And, and the work is ongoing. It's not finished yet. But it reminds me of the belief that there is recreation for us all. For all created things, all created beings. So as works in progress, we must remember that the one who sparked creation into life is the God who is involved in everything. From the nuts and bolts of the chairs in our building to the big meta-themes, there is the possibility of new shoots, new growth, recreation. All life is sacred and we must recognise that we are inextricably part of all of life on this earth. We are commanded to love our neighbour, to love the vulnerable, to love the future generations and the whole web of life. And to do so, we must consciously seek individually to live in harmony with God, to live in harmony with one another, to live in harmony with our world. In the words of Pope Francis, let us hear the cry of the poor and the cry of the earth and commit to loving our neighbour in this way. So my prayer today is that we will protect and love each other more, because when you don't, you are costing somebody something. You're costing them your love, your care, your Christianity, but you're also costing yourself something, the joy of giving. So protect and love creation, because when you don't, you are seriously costing the environment something. When the world neglected God, it cost him his son. But with recreation comes great hope. We must look ahead with hope for our church. We must look ahead with hope for our world. And I pray that for you in your life, wherever you are. I pray that for ourselves. I pray that for our world. I pray that for the Christian church as slowly people start to gather once again, once again together. And I pray that your lives might reflect something of the giving that God has given to you. What it cost him in his son. And we give that out to those that we meet. We give that out to our environment and to all God's creation. Amen. Amen. We are delighted that uh, Harriet, accompanied by Fiona, is going to sing a lovely song now. And the song is called God Alone. God bless you.